Welcome to the Golf Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me, as always, is... Vanessa Sunshine. Vanessa Sunshine. <laughs> I, d- I did two Bachelor podcasts this week. I need to be reminded of... Uh, Vanessa, did you, did you know my name is Vanessa Sunshine? <sighs> no, I didn't. Hey, Vanessa, how's it going? <laughs> is, wait, is her name Vanessa Sunshine, as in, like, her first name? No, her first name's Vanessa, but everyone was like, oh, hey, Vanessa. And she's like, it's Vanessa Sunshine. Oh, like, that's like hashtag right. Vanessa Sunshine on her Instagram because <laughs> she's trying to be an Instagram model. Well, they all are. They're all, they're all on there for it's social amazing. media stuff. And it's inferior. But also, did you love the fact that she literally stood there and was just like, he's not even that hot. Why am I ever hot? What's going on? I do appreciate that honesty. I'll it's amazing. That, so, like, I hope she. There's no way the producers are going to let her go off the show. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get. They better not, because all the like stragglers went, and I love how she was standing there, and she's like, you know, fours were getting roses, and I got none, and I was like, fuck this shit. My favorite part was when she was like, I don't even care anymore, and I know, then she yeah, got given I'm the out. rose, and she's like, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, just pick a lane. Good lord. No, but it's amazing because you can see that she's been produced to do that. They're just like, oh. Yeah, she's like, oh, can you give us a soundbite of you hating on him, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. And Vanessa's just like, he's not even that hot. She's pulling a U last week, got a a hand over the headphone, (laughs) just like listening to her diva voice. Yeah, Uh, it's amazing. She's my new, as I said to you, I want a ringtone of her saying Vanessa Sunshine. Well, um, I want it. Pay me a lot of money and I'll do it for you. Oh, the, is there much you wouldn't do for money? Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, pays for a meal for me, so it's, yeah, it's great. Anyway, <laughs> we're here to discuss some netball because we had a huge weekend Soz. with that. Only two games. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to discuss the two games that happened this weekend. Then we're going to just dive quickly into the silver fern selections because there's some uh, some news obviously coming Yay. out of the camp there. With some announcements, some some returns. I love. So, I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one towards the end because a couple of key things that I've noticed as well that were announcements from. Uh, one of the They're not going to have to scout their own players oh. anymore. <laughs> you, can, you can only hope. Actually, I kind of hope they do that way. They can just like still are bad. That sentence. I, makes I sense. don't. I honestly don't. Oh, we've already started. Let's leave that. For yeah. Okay. Game. So yeah. we're gonna let's discuss the fever toppling the Giants, beating them sixty-three to fifty-seven. Um, this game was. Whew, Good. Uh, the fever came out to play. Um, how and, worried were you for Fowler? Um, well, I wasn't really that worried at all because if you looked on the replay, it just looked like she kind of jolted it a bit. Like, it didn't look serious. Yeah. So, I was just like, ah, she'll be fine. They'll just strap that crap. And did you see when she was coming off, she did the AOK symbol? She's like, I'll be fine. Well, I think Liz Ellis made a really interesting point. She was just like, because when Fowler came back on, um, Liz Ellis was just like, I'm pretty sure that Fowler hasn't had many injuries in the past. And I think just that sort of the shock of that sort of made her go, okay, I don't like the feel of it. And it's, it's a really interesting observation to make because from memory, I don't think Fowler's had any significant injury history. No. Which is probably why she's... Well, obviously, she's up the top of the ladder in terms of being one of the best shooters in the world. But I even remember myself, like mm. the last few seasons I played with you. Yeah. Um, it was like my ankles were to the point where it was even like I'd jump for something and I'd like <laughs> land on someone's foot and it would go sideways and I'd be like freaking. I'm like, yep, done. Yeah. I've done like an ACL <laughs> in my foot. <laughs> 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 no, literally, because yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, 
Like, I think it's just a nipple thing. I think everyone freaks the F out. I remember I remember being in a team with this girl and she was just like constantly paranoid that she'd done an ACL and be like, carry me off. And I, and I think... Um, and I think sure she um, wasn't just lazy? Well, yeah, that could be it too. But um, mm, yeah, sure. we used to actually have a sub player for her because she'd like constantly hurt herself. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, can to- I can totally get that because you're just so paranoid. Like the amount of ACLs that have been around netball for so long yeah even this season like you just like anything to do with the knee you're just like oh my god well i mean this i mean we've had who who do we lose we lost kumwenda in the last week in terms of like significant injuries this year it's actually been pretty don't say that i just said there was a few (laughs) no 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 i swear there was others i just don't i don't oh god i'm really blanking this is again this is things that we probably should research but we don't well you had kelly oh no that was a shoulder yeah jury was but she didn't play for super netball no, but in general. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, what, what were the big points here? Because to me, the Giants oh. looked a little bit lethargic and the attacking end looked... Ugh. Actually, the center They court. didn't pull the lever. I did not... I was expecting Bryce to come out at some point, like especially that first quarter. I was like, they yeah. need a rejig and they need to pull Pettit off and then see how they go with... Um, I've blanked, of course I blanked. Like the main shooter Harton. Yeah. Um see how they go with Harton and then potentially bring Pettit back on instead of Harton and just see how that freaking works. Um but they didn't. So I don't know. I felt like you know how I said last week, I said like minor premiership's great, but if she shows her cards too early, it's not a good sign. Yeah. And I th- I feel like she did. Cause Fever were like, Okay, we know exactly what we have to do, especially in the mid court. Yeah. Um they came out, um, they did it, you know, Courtney Bruce, I thought, was way better. Um, she was terrific. She was having a stunning game. Yeah, um, and, and I just think they were locked in because they're like, okay, we did this last week. Um, yeah. Obviously, we had that fourth quarter where it was like 22 to 8, I think. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, something yeah, like that. Something was, like yeah, something like that. Um, and it, I just felt like they just kept rolling. Yeah, I think like... And Giants were just like... Ugh. Well, I, that, that, that was the thing. There's, I don't know, they felt like there was a bit of disconnection between everyone on on the giant squad whereas the fever like very charles was was throwing these really beautiful weighted passes to, to fowler and i know that bringing on um christiana manua was an interesting choice i don't think it was the right choice because she just, struggled. Yeah, i just thought about that because the height difference like- yeah and i don't understand because i know that i <sighs> did you see pullman on the bench she pullman was- on the bench was just like ready to go like she was like on the edge of her seat just like are you gonna call me are you gonna call me well, when, when she got subbed out you can see on her face i don't know perhaps it's just like the body language doctor in me that's completely wrong but she didn't look very happy that she was getting taken off the court no. and i know that i think fitzgerald was looking for perhaps a little bit more uh firepower in terms of just like manure who's able to drive try and catch the intercepts try and intercept play before it actually gets to the circle but i think like i don't understand why the giants I think we're at a point in the season now where chopping and changing this stuff probably is not ideal. Unless you've got like your trump card, which is, okay, we're going to chuck Chrissy Bryce on because uh, stand there. Um, yeah, I would have chucked Chrissy Bryce on, but I actually think uh, Manua, I mean, she played wing defense for Australia in her short stint. Yeah. Like, chuck her on at wing defense and see what happens. Um, yeah, I think... There is that. There is that possibility. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. It's a bit confusing, and also just the fact that you're pushing. I think Guthrie and Jamie Lee Price swap spots, so I think 
Guthrie was moved to wing attack. Actually, just on that point, Guthrie is uh, ending her tenure at the Giants at the end of the season too. Yeah, I saw that. So um, good on her. I think she's she's still wanting to go home and do her thing. Did so. Green play a full game? I don't actually have her minutes because the stats aren't loading for me right now, so I can't oh, tell. Shiza. Because uh, I know, do you remember when they played the game for the preliminary um, like competition? She, uh, they caught some audio of her saying to the coach about how she was like tight in her legs or something. Yeah, and she wasn't. Quite I think she 100%. played the full game. I think she played the full game. Yeah, I thought she played the full game. Yeah. but um, yeah, I think for me, um, she was definitely. I don't know. I felt like she was a bit less effective. Well. She does have a, have a tendency to put a stamp on the game, right? Yeah, and it's like one of those things where Courtney Bright, uh, Courtney Bruce had the opportunity to to put the stamp on the game, and she did in 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 the the, the defensive end. I think like Hart and Pettit, like Pettit shot twenty four out of thirty, Hart and shot thirty three out of thirty eight. Like there was a couple of shots where I was just sort of like, I think the speed of Francis and Bruce was so much for Hart and Pettit, who are quite Pettit is on the older side of things so she's just she's she's on the smarter end rather than the athletic end right yeah so and I'd probably argue well let's that be honest when she started the game was a lot different to what it yeah, is yeah absolutely yeah. that's that's it but I mean also like just the fact that Francis and Bruce are younger and probably more athletic and faster and they're probably I think they're the fastest defensive end in the competition compared to well, I mean the Lightning might give them a run for their money I guess but I think the Fever win this because their defense and, it's, and Jess Ansis as well was on just on green yeah she was ridiculous yeah because I wonder, I think Green, she had like, well, she had six turnovers, which I don't think that happens often. But I think um, she also has a lot more feeds than she had that game. Yeah, I don't know. I just, to to me, this felt like the Giants just, I don't know, the Giants, I feel like the Giants just didn't care. You know, like yeah. I, perhaps they were just sort of sitting there thinking, we've got a home game. We got the minor premiership. It proves that we can beat the fever, and these are all sort of really good points that help you gain confidence in doing it again. And then it's just one of those things where they sort of choked. And I, I don't actually think it was a choke. They they got walloped in the first quarter, eighteen to ten, and Fitzgerald from there is basically adjusting and adjusting. And I mean, they won quarters two and three by three points, three and two points respectively. But the fever just. The fever just looked coherent, I think. Um, and ha- seeing Medhurst... And Medhurst- that's when Fowler was... Fowler was off, what, mid-second? Yeah. And Kaylee Stanton th- came on and did a terrific job. Yeah, yeah, I thought she... Yeah, I thought she did okay. Like, I mean, obviously, it was a bit disjointed. And I think there were some Medhurst turnovers at that point. Yeah. Um, but considering, I mean... Yeah, I think the expectation when Stanton came on was that she was the same height as... <clears throat> she has the same length as Fowler. She does she not just have doesn't. the presence. And obviously, because her training with uh, the squad probably isn't as dominant as Fowler's would be. So. Well, she's not She's not a holding shooter either. She's a moving no, shooter. No, yeah, she moves around so a lot. She's very fast. It's complete... I think for Medhurst, to be fair to her, it's just like, oh, God. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I completely think, different. And the feeders as well. And like, I think Medhurst as well had a terrific game. Like, she looked locked in and mm. she was also throwing some... Like, we'll talk about throwing some errant passes. She threw some real, real good passes. Like, that... That attacking end looked really good. Uh, Ingram Collier had a, like a lot of ton of hustle. There's a couple of sort of turnover balls at like the top end of the circle for the Giants where they're trying to disrupt play, and then it's just like Collier's there, mm. and Medhurst is there, and they're passing back, and which is a bit dangerous. But they, it felt patient and it felt controlled. Whereas the yeah. Giants, 
they were playing catch up from the first quarter. And you could tell, especially in the fourth as well, they were desperate. They were throwing the ball, throwing the ball. Joe Harton's jacking it up from like three three quarters out of the circle. Pettit's not yeah. getting any of the ball. And Bruce and Francis are just so physical and so fast. That Can it's I also make a comment? I think I, I think I said this last week. Um, Pullman was so aggressive last week. And I feel like Green, I feel like the whole giant squad was super aggressive. Yeah. Um, I think the referees reviewed that and sort of stifled that a bit this game. I don't think they had the scrappy grit that they had the previous game. Yeah. Um, Do you think that would have worked though? Because the thing is, is if the refs have reviewed the footage, right, and they've gone, oh, look, we've probably been a little too lenient on that. And they adjust. Like, how do the the Giants adjust that? Because the Giants, when they're aggressive, they're almost impossible to beat. Right. Well, I, I think that was part of their problem. I think one of the reasons she pulled Sam Pullman off is because previously in the last game they played, the reason she was so good is because she could... Uh, I, I don't know how you really describe it, but like, okay, I'm a goal goalkeeper, goal defender. Like, I'm going to get physical. I'm going to shape him up. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, okay, you're going to get warned. Big whoop. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, because it puts them off their game. And... I just feel like the referees were a lot more in control of that this game. And I think... It was a pretty well ref game. Yeah, yeah. like I, I think um, based on what happened... Like this is again, I think if they took the physicality out of that game and just went like, who the hell cares if we get the premiership or not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like they played that the game last week like a final, which I was, I'd, I'd feel like it's silly because... Yeah. Now they've come in and they've obviously lost, um, but also the refs are going, okay, we can see that, you know, there's there's a lot of angles there that kind of make it hard for them moving forward. And admittedly, it's going to be hard for everyone to win in Perth. Yeah, that arena is, that scares the living bejesus out of me. Yeah. yeah no matter no matter the team, mm. uh, fighting over in Perth is just... My lord. But yeah, I just feel like she showed her cards a bit. Obviously, Chrissy bringing Chrissy Bryce on is that, you know, emergency exit um, yeah, and <laughs> situation. I mean, and the thing is, I think if Fitzgerald is looking at staring down a barrel of an 1810 points deficit after the first You've quarter, got to pull that cord. You, you've got to do it. You've got mm. to be like, hey, look, we're going to put Chrissy Bryce in. Let's see what points difference we can get, whether it's closer or if it's further away in our favour and if that works then it looks like we're cooking here but nothing, none of that happened and I get that you probably need to stick to that and I know that we were saying that chopping and changing the lineup at this end of the season is probably not good but I think chopping and changing the attacking end might have fixed things or might have helped with that rather than the yeah. defensive end which the defensive end has proved to be incredibly solid I don't I don't think the defensive you end just, of the Giants is the best a the tall top, shootout like yeah exactly she could have just done that yeah and all mm. you need to do is who is the better handle of the ball right like mm. who's going to throw the weighted pass who's going to defend the pass and all that sort of stuff so I don't know for me for the Giants this is pretty disappointing um, yeah especially that shooting percentage as well yeah would you say that Nat Matt has deserved MVP uh, did she get it yeah I I think that's fair considering she had to basically change who she was feeding to like yeah. game. I was going to say if I if I didn't give it to Nat I'd probably give it to Courtney I think Courtney Bruce had a oh, stellar absolutely. game she was Terrific defensively, so I'm curious to see six um, intercepts, nine deflections. Boom! Yeah, that's uh, 14 games. <laughs> Ouch! And you look at the difference in shooting percentage for the, both teams. The Fever shot 98 percent. The Giants shot 83. Like, <laughs> yeah. And also, the Giants had more minutes of possession too. 30 minutes compared to 29 for the Fever. So 
I don't know, it's like a small margin, but like that sort of stuff, I don't know, it just sort of weights in the fever's favor and they're just, they're gelling and it it's, I'm really happy for them, seriously. Oh, I like honestly, I hope um, they can continue this and actually win. I reckon it'd be kind of a fairy tale when you look at last year, yeah. the amount of crap they've had to deal with, you know, Western Australia obviously has, you know, its issues because it's, you know, not on the east coast of where you know, most of netball, like the greats come from. Yeah. Um, and they've, you know, got a really good culture. They've got um, a lot of homegrown talent there. And it's yeah. just good to see. I think th- it really would end that because they're seventh in the ladder last year. Yeah. Now they just miss out on the minor prem and they come back, beat the minor premiers, lock in a home final for the first time as well. Yeah. Which is huge because that sort of thing, they've they've had no issues filling out that arena this year. No. And and it's much needed money for Netball WA. Exactly. Like there's more interest in the sport and the Fever. I think the Fever's success this year could probably determine whether Fowler signs. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't see her not signing. Well, I was going to say like the only thing I imagine her would be is if they got bumped out. Well, actually, it'd be if they got bumped out this week if they'd lost last week. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. If that happened, I would. I'd be like, Fowler's probably going to look to lose. But I honestly, I find it very hard to believe that the teams, the two teams that are left, um, are going to substantially stop Fever. I that's I a big totally call. Agree. No, but I, totally agree. I just like, did you see how? Like Fowler, she's got obviously the knee injury and she's now got two weeks off basically. Um, but the way I actually felt like mentally, the way she was at the end of that game, slapping, smiling, clapping, you know, pointing. when she came back on that court and she smashed Christina Manua and was like, Yeah, I'm here, be arch. I was like, Damn, her attitude. I, her was all, she was like, Get me the fucking ball. She's hungry. Yeah, that's what it is. Verity Charles, um, again the height thing we constantly bring up. I think the Giants did a really good job because there were so many times there where Fowler was completely open yeah, because of the height differential. Um, but, you know, all, they literally just had to toss the ball up, just sight her and, to- and throw. Yeah. Um, and and they just were so, I think, conscious of the fact that those high balls, you know, manure can get them and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I think they're going to review that footage and see... Because, you know, Fowler was saying, guys, just get me the fucking ball. Yeah, just chuck it. Just chuck it because, you know, we can... It's like, are you looking at who's defending me right now? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, no offense to Christina Manuela, but the height difference is just... It was just ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly right. And Um, They have to obviously be well-placed passes, but... Yeah, and that's what I did love about Nat Medhurst because she just opened up the shoulders and was like, whoop. Yeah. And (laughs) you go. Yeah, exactly. Like, and she just looked confident. Oh, man, like, Nat Medhurst is just... My oh my, she's um, she's having a season. I felt um, Stanton, um, what a like big step step up moment for yeah. her because like basically coming on that first shot she took was just like, uh, but it was the only thing she missed. Gut check, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I think she did so well considering and and I think for the defense like they were just like what yeah, what the hell they didn't scout it at all. I think no, I I think they just didn't think obviously with her injury history you wouldn't see it as like a huge priority but 
um, yeah, it definitely took them a while to sort of work out what the hell was going on. Yeah, for sure. All right, we're going to move on to uh, the Sunshine Coast Lightning defeating the Firebirds in a thriller, 57-56. to 56. The Firebirds getting sent home. Uh, what, are you, what are your key takeaways from this? Because to me, it, it basically screams the Lightning are the three-quarter queens and then yes. shit the bed in the fourth quarter. <laughs> because... Yeah, I don't you know, were pretty frustrated. I don't know if it's a thing that relates to... Um, conditioning um it, uh, whether they've just they basically pull out all the stops and then in the fourth they get a little bit too comfortable and the firebirds looked more shaky hungry, but they look shaky to be honest i was very disappointed um <sighs> i know everyone whinges about her on the facebook pages gretel tippet Gretel Tippett, and it has nothing to do with her game i think she's great she shot 100 percent, 19 from 19 Amazing. But Aiken obviously was not super confident. No. She, as much as she has like, you know, come to the forefront in a lot of games in her weird way that she does. And obviously they've won, what, three premierships? Three, yeah. With her. Two, three, yeah. And two finals? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Three somewhere. Yeah, I think it's three. Um when like when she's clearly like she did not look confident there were there were a lot of like rebounds going on offensive rebounds and I think Tippett 100% should have taken over more I feel like for the Firebirds if Tippett is shooting over 20 goals a game winner winner well you're going to be there there, to win if she's shooting over 25 goals for me it's a winner winner chicken dinner yeah exactly Um, which was I think that that's a stat that we've Pointed at from the start of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Is that if Tippett's taking twenty plus shots and making twenty plus shots, they 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 they've got them and in the back. She has range. Like yeah. this is what this is what I don't quite understand. She was shaping up and looking for that pass into Aiken, and they were just glued to her. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, just hoik it. Yeah, and that, I think that a lot of the the things that I saw in terms of the complaints from um from fans on on the Facebook page is that it was just like the attacking and lost it for us. I I don't necessarily overly agree with that. I think it was an overly officiated match. Um, I think there was a lot of penalties. I think last time I checked when I was watching it, I think we were up to like, I think at the half it was was like 45 45 penalties each or some crap like that, Um, which to me is annoying because as a defender, it gives you absolutely zero opportunity um, to do anything. And I think Geitz was completely somewhat taken out of this. Um, I'm surprised Hinchcliffe didn't come on. Um, I feel yeah. like Kim Jenner was not as effective as she has been in the past. I got a hot take. Oh, actually, it's not even hot. It's probably, it's actually mostly true. Kelsey Brown completely outplayed Gabby Simpson. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kelsey, and shout out to Kelsey as well. I posted about her on my Instagram story and she replied. So shout out to Kelsey. I know that you listen to the podcast. She listens. No, she doesn't. <laughs> or maybe she does. I don't know. If she does, then holler. Anyway, so yeah, she, um, did great. she absolutely deserved the MVP. For me, uh, I always thought that she was one of the players, and the same with Sherry, that mid-court towards the end in the fourth quarter, they seemed to start getting a bit gassed, looking for second opportunities and pushing the ball back and then going forward. Here, Kelsey was just like, I'm going to go here and then here. And she was just zipping and zapping around and... Great tan, by the way, too. Just oh, well, I, I'm not a tan expert, but that <laughs> seems true. Um, but also, I think Steph would... She shot 20 from 26, but she oh, was... I think she was stellar ridiculous. as well. Because 
I think you'd found that like I'm pretty sure we mentioned that last week as like the yeah. good takeouts is the Tippett versus Wood situation, and I feel like Wood came to the fore, yep. and Tippett kind of went into herself a bit. Yeah, and I think when I when I watched them play, Steph Wood wanted to help that mid court get that second opportunity Absolutely. to try and feed to Bassett, and if not Bassett to to Wood, and I think. The battle between Bassett and Geitz was a little lopsided in Bassett's favour, I think. Absolutely. On occasion, there was a couple of No, but to be, to be fair to Bassett, though, that, that for me, and I think I said this last week, that for me is a good sign for her because I felt like when she moved to the Sunshine Coast Lightning last year, she had such a better movement. I was shocked about how well she was moving in the circle and getting opportunities. Yeah. And it wasn't. it's not so much movement as in like that th- that third it's more so movement in the circle yeah absolutely like she yeah, used to sure. just be a holder she yeah. used to just stand there and be like hoik it yeah um whereas now she's moving she's screening for wood there's all sorts of stuff going on that i previously didn't see i think i have a listener question here that i want to talk to because it's relevant to this um because we've got sam from the uk uk listener shout out to the uk well uh, make sure you were going she, she stayed up until 4 a.m She's got a 4 a.m. alarm to watch the game in the UK Yuck. for Lightning and Firebirds because she's a Lightning that's, fan. That's pretty... That's dedication. Although, to be mm. fair, I've done that for the NBA, so... Yeah, that's true. Like, on Christmas. Like, Christmas games like start at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so, Sam wants to know... Uh, she's not a big, big fan of Aiken. I think she said uh, she, <laughs> she's... If she wasn't tall, she wouldn't be in the in the super netball. Oh. She's moving more this year, doing it well, but she just isn't natural on the shot. I do agree with that. She still struggles at any distance. Doesn't doesn't seem to have an eye for it like Fowler, Wallace, Thwaites, and plenty more. Do you agree? And was this game an example of that, perhaps? Because when you watch Aiken play here, she still has issues with confidence, and it's we've seen this in. Every single like we've been to two finals, we've watched them win two premierships, and we've seen her and, really struggle. <laughs> and can I just say, if anyone has ever been to a Firebirds game, literally the whole audience is like, <gasps> yeah, like yeah. everyone, it's like butthole clenched, like <laughs> yeah. the whole stadium is just like, yeah. she's got the ball in her hands and she's shooting. Everyone's just like, <gasps> yeah, is it going to go in? Um, the frustrations there as well when she misses it under the post. Yeah, look, she's not confident. I, I, I think I said this last time. So basically, in the NBA. Um, I know Lauren Jackson, when she was in the WNBA, um, when she was first starting out, um, they gave her a free throw coach to work on her free throws. And obviously Shaq has had like a million free throw coaches. Um, Never worked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I think her, her motion, her flick, um, 100% agree, mechanically, it doesn't work because it goes too high, which like when she flicks it up, if you're watching it, like I remember when we were... It flicks back, right? The spins back. It it spins back, but she also... It, it goes very high. Like it has a high arc, which seems ridiculous for how close she is. Um, but then when she is further out from the post, I noticed that I think there was a few shots where um, she was pushed out yeah. by mentor and it was flat as a pancake. And it's like you've almost got to switch those around. You should have the high arc for when it's further <laughs> out and then yeah, flatter yeah. when... You're there, but I I mean, with her height, I mean, realistically, you know, she's and a, her basketball a, background, yeah. she literally, so I don't know if anyone's seen men's netball, but um, Junior Levi is a perfect example. He actually has, you know, Gretel Tippett's layup 
as if he's under the hoop, he's jumping and laying it up. Yeah. And I almost feel like in some instances, she'd probably be more confident doing that. I, I, I just feel like every single year with Aiken... Um, oh, actually, do you have any thoughts on the game before we continue with this? Um, I don't. I was going to say the. I don't know how I feel about the Lightning next week, but we'll get to that when we talk yeah, about no, it. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, but yeah, back to that. I, I feel like every single year we say I think she just needs to keep working on her shot and getting <laughs> the confidence. But the thing is, it's like at this point, she's still putting up really good numbers. The problem is, is that like in moments like this. In, in no matter the game, like she's it, when she's on the, the the verge of winning a premiership or on the verge of getting knocked out before the major semis or whatever, for me, she has always struggled. And I feel like this game was an example where she was close to the the hoop and she just kept refeeding the ball. And it's like, what are you doing? Shoot, just shoot. And, the, and yeah. Tippett had the same sort of issue because I think Tippett came too late to this game. I think if Tippett showed up. Oh, maybe in the second or third quarters a little bit more, I reckon you guys go through to the Giants. Yeah, I I think um, also in relation to the viewer question about should the Firebirds have it next year. Look, I think absolutely. I think, uh, you know, you don't win that many premierships. You don't get to that many finals. Exactly, yeah. Without having that ability. I think for me, uh, I think her ability to still get the ball, like her ability to jump, her ability to shove people with her body, her ability to screen for Tippett, all of that has been excellent this season. Um, it really comes back to the shooting. And to yeah. be fair, she still makes the rebounds. But um, I, I honestly think her game, like if you isolate it, for me, it's not really any change. I, I actually think for them... This season with Geitz, you know, this was her first season back after having a kid. There were so many for the Firebirds, you know, they could have very well ended up being coming sixth. That um, is true. That is very true. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I look at it in in that regard that they've actually had a really good season. I'm disappointed that they ended it that way. Um, and, you know, I think everyone knows they could very well have won this game and gone in to win other easily. games yeah. easily um, because it's so tight up the top. Um I think, though, yeah, she should definitely get signed next season. However, I think um, they really need to look at that offensive side and working out how they can fix her shooting shot. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they approach shooting it. I, I don't see her moving at all. No. Again, like I'm the same with I, you. I don't, I don't see anyone from the Firebirds moving. It's an interesting question to pose. Thank you very much for that, Samantha. Um, I, I think that sort of to me is an interesting question to ask because there is uh, there's more proof being shown that she's struggling in these certain moments and whether it's if a form sports thing, psychologist as well maybe yeah but i mean perhaps i think it's one of those yeah. things where uh, i would not let her go she's one of the, she still is one of the best shooters i don't think she's the best shooter in the comp by any sort of no. stretch anymore she used to be but not anymore but i, I think as well um not to hop on on this but um like from my tennis background, um, there was this sort of, it was sort of referred to as mental scarring. Basically, you put people in a position of a high stress and, you know, in a sports capacity so yeah. many times that it almost becomes scarring. And I think as she gets older, there is more potential on a bigger stage to have those issues. Um, 
where you don't perform the way you are expected. And I mean, I think she would be disappointed that they did lose this game yeah. and they had the opportunity to shoot it out. They had the opportunity, um, you know, I think Mentor had that tip out when it was a ball for her and she didn't bring the ball down. Um, and, you know, that potentially could have changed the outcome of this game. And I think, you know, you shouldn't harp on every, you know, missed opportunity in the last five minutes of a game because that's not how it works. Yeah. They didn't perform There's a the whole, whole game, game there. Yeah. Exactly. But um, I don't know if anything it potentially, you know, guts, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she was looking at retirement next year or the year after. Yeah. Um, so I think if they can keep that core together and be a lot more consistent next year... Um, I, I I don't see any reason to change it. I, I yeah, I still think they're a quality side. If they don't change anything, to be completely honest, they're yeah. if not better. Um, I mean Thunderbirds yeah. and uh, Collingwood definitely need to get new players and rejig and that sort of thing. But I think the top four, yeah, it's I mean they've got six. a yeah, they've got another year to basically get even better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I w- oh man. I would love to just like go down the park and be like, "All right, let's sort this. Let's sort this out, girl. Yeah, let's go." Like you shoot five hundred and then we go <laughs> home, and it's just like, but it's like midnight, and she's like, "Keep shooting, Ramelda." Yeah. Um, all right, let's get a tip real quick before we go into the Fern Squad. Are the Giants and the Lightning this weekend? Giants playing at home. Who are you thinking? I'm going the Lightning. Interesting. Um, I think that Mentor is going to be a whole ball of crazy. She's going on them. to, yeah. Pretorius is going to be crazy. I think, um, yeah, I think Giants are going to be hungover, disappointed from last week. Um, that's not. To, oh God, it's going to be a close game. I, I, I mean, either of them can get through to the final realistically, but I feel like for whatever reason that the Lightning, based on matchups, um, might have their number. Yeah, because I think the Giants expect to win, yeah. and I think for them that potentially is actually a bad situation because I don't think they're hunting and they're hungry enough when they are in that position. Yeah, I'm going to go with Giants winning by two. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I just. The Lightning, and, and and everyone knows, and all the listeners know that I am the biggest Lightning fan. But, well, obviously not. Well, uh, well, I never go for them, but that's one of those things where it's just like if you hate you, like if you just like down on it, and then the good stuff happens, you're like, oh my god, I'm so surprised. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think when I look at the Lightning and just how they've managed to pull rabbits out of the hat week after week after week, I just think it, it it's going to catch up with them. And I, I do agree that the Giants might have a bit of a hangover, but I feel like with the use of Guthrie, Balin, and... I, I think defensively is where it's going to be won. Absolutely. I think, and that's where the Lightning are better. Yes. And and I think the Giants getting Pullman on, I think Bassett is just going to neutralize Pullman, to be honest. Yeah. Well, exactly. Because I think Pullman in the past has struggled defending Bassett. And I think Steph Wood on Bully, I think Steph Wood's going to run her ragged. Yeah, absolutely. All right, shall we discuss the Silver Ferns squad? Yes. Briefly. Um, so the Nepal New Zealand announced their Silver Ferns squad competing in the quad series and uh, next year's uh, World Cup as well. Um, no new coach. It's probably going to be Nolan Turow. If it's not, then uh, the Silver Ferns are a bit of a laughingstock. Um <laughs> Uh, so they did. I, I don't even understand. I sent you the article last night, but they came out and said, "Like, come on, guys!" Because everyone basically, Casey Kapua and Langman. Uh, Langman are in the team, yeah. and they have made it quite known within circles that they would only play in the team if Torua was the coach. Yes, 
However, they've now come out and said there's several candidates that we are reviewing. You know, blah, 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 blah. So if they were to just destroy that situation. Um, so the, the, the news that I saw today um, was that Langman was granted a, a, an exemption from the uh, netball, uh, from the ANZ Premiership. Uh, rule. Rightly so. So, where was that? Like, however long ago? Uh, where is that for? Pretty much all the players. <laughs> well, um, no. Like, I, I understand what the problem that they have, and this is what I don't understand. Change the seasons. I, I reckon the UK should have a season for the portion of the year. It should be New Zealand and then the Super Netball Series. And what that will allow you to do is, you know, you could have Australian players playing in New Zealand, increasing the level of play for their New Zealand players, um, you know, better netball for everyone, more netball all year round, Yeah, not really an off-season. Players are getting paid. You know, they can have their super netball contract. They can have their New Zealand netball contract. Everyone's getting paid. Everyone's happy. Um, the standard of netball increases. I don't understand. But I understand why Netball New Zealand are saying you know, it's only an exemption for her because if you want to be a silver fern and you want to play in uh, Suncorp Super Netball, I agree that, you know, for them to be able to keep their league at a decent level, you should have to have a cutoff like if you've done 40 caps. If you've done over 40 caps... You can do whatever you like. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. But what that then allows you to do is players like Kelly Jury, who would get eaten up by Suncorp Super Netball, are not leaving a competition and not... You know, you'd constantly, basically, New Zealand become a second-rate competition, and you don't want that. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, like the justification for them holding and threatening players with no fern stuff. I think to me, it upsets me just because it's like these players want to go and play in the best competition. Why would you deny that? Completely the, agree. The issue I see with that, obviously, is that it basically dilutes all the talent <laughs> to one spot, and rather because the both the leagues run parallel to each other, you're losing which out is on a ridiculous. Lot of yeah, I it's just, ridiculous. I, I, I don't understand. I mean. What New Zealand player like, you know, Falau and Kelly Jury, good example, uh, Fucker Hakatau, yeah, all those players can come over, play in Australia, you know, get their eighty grand a year and then come to New Zealand, get their sixty grand a year. Yeah. Everyone's making money, everyone's happy, you're exposing the sport to more people, the the level is better. And then when you come into international you know, it's going to be tight. Yeah, I think the the there was a I have I have a conspiracy theory. Okay, um, we should probably actually name the squad. For the <laughs> two. Uh, so they've got you can do that. I'm uh, some of those names. Right. I'm just like girl. So I'm not there for that. New Zealand listeners, uh, please email in if I've gotten any of the pronunciations no. wrong. I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got Karen Berger, Gina Crampton, Alia Dunn, Amelia Rane, Ekinazio, Temelisi Fakahakatau. Maria Falau, Katrina Grant, Kelly Jury, Casey Kapoor, Laura Langman, Bailey Mez, Tapias Selby Rickett, Sam Sinclair, Mikhaila, Sokolich Beetson, Elisa Peter Tueva, Jane Watson, and Maya Wilson for the Fern School. That was fucking good. What can I say? I mean, like a bit of did you Google way. that shit? I, bet I you did could. not. I honestly did not. I, what I was doing while you were talking, I was like sitting there and I was just like pronouncing them in my head. That was pretty good. Um, this is a great squad. Having Langman and Kapoor back is really good. Jane Watson's selection is really good. Faka Hakatau is... She looked terrific at the Com Games. Um, if she wasn't selected, I'd be shocked. Um, Gina Crampton has been great. Um, Sam Sinclair has been really good for the Magic too. She was really good um, for a couple of spurts at the Com Games. Um, I don't know. For me, this is, a, this is a solid squad, especially having Loz Lag 
Loz Langman back. So, um, Bailey Mez is not sure about that, but Bailey oh. people know how we feel about <laughs> Bailey Mez. Um, well, there's actually oh God, I'm trying to find it, but um, basically, there's a debutante um, that is part of the team that is part of the Pulse, um, and she's a shooter, and she's over 190 centimeters tall. Yeah, um, is that done? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, apologies if I got that wrong. I've really been keeping like a slow eye on the netball New Zealand front, yeah. but um, I think if Nolene takes over, oh girl, like sickening. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna watch out. I I I think with that squad <clears throat> and with her coaching, you know, she's bloody you know, in a preliminary final for Christ's sake. Um, And one last year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, she, the, the ability for her this season to cultivate that mid court, you know, everyone, I remember Liz Ellis, everyone was like, Oh, they don't have Langman. They can't win. She has completely like some of those players are looking at diamond squad now when previously they came to that team because they were not seen as, you know, potential diamonds members basically um to be fair um you know kelsey brown always had maddie robinson as you know living in the living in the the shadow and now she's like i'm in the finals you're not like yeah i've had two really successful years you haven't right like it's yeah absolutely obviously like by all accounts their their relationship is totally fine no (laughs) but but it's it's more so her ability to develop those players um and assist them and assist them and create a structure and that structure was in the steel as well um her ability to you know obviously allow them to win back to back back to back premierships and she's not even there um because of the system she set up um i mean it's just outrageous i i I think she really has an opportunity here and quickly too. Like these players are what the Silver Fern, that is the direction the Silver Ferns should have been going in a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. um, probably Francois for me was a surprise. That's an omission leave that I'm out. Not particularly um, happy with. Because no, because I see her as taking over from Langman moving forward. Exactly. What I am happy about is um, the fact that they do have that development squad and they've got. Um, netball um, A squad as well yeah. they sort of named several squads um, with the idea that they can create a foundation so that you know much like the Diamonds have where it, you know it's somewhat interchangeable yeah. um, and that gives you that depth it gives you you know it cultivates a culture moving forward that is a lot different to what they were on the Gold Coast because yeah. there were serious structural issues on the Gold Coast and you know, it, was, it was a pretty putrid squad and yeah. pretty putrid performance from them. That's why um, they didn't win a medal. Yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting moving forward. Um, you know, obviously Bailey Mez for me massively underperformed in the stats I looked at in the games I watched. Um, she surely wouldn't be looking at a starting bib, in my opinion. Agreed. And, and I think she um, shouldn't. Nolene is definitely going to cut through that crap and go. Look, you either get either get better or, or get out, or get out. because yeah. I, I feel like even Falau, to some degree, as much as she's been the darling of the Silverferns for so long, um, you know, she had, to be fair, she had a pretty good season um, that she did play this year, but she was out for I think nine yeah. games or yeah, something. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely see potential um, for her to not 
<clears throat> not have that starting bib anymore. Yeah, which I think is the shake-up I think the squad needs. Absolutely. Because it makes them hungry. Yeah, for sure. I think defensively, um, Fucker Huckatau and um, who did she play with this season? The Watson. other one. Yes. Um, Watson moving away from goalkeeper and into goal defense. Um, I see as much as... Um, uh, who's the goal defense that started last year and the captain... Katrina Rand. Yeah, 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 I see her potentially pushing her out of that goal defense bib. Yeah, um, and that being their starting. Um, but obviously, Grant can move to wing defense as well. Um, Grant is she also won the uh, the uh, like the league MVP. MVP. Yep. Totally deserved as well. Like from yep. the, everything that I've seen, Katrina Grant had a torrid time on the Gold Coast, and she copped a completely unnecessary Ridiculous. amount of criticism. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, it really upset me as well because I know how... When you watch her live and we've seen her play, yeah. like we've seen her live with the Pulse and we've seen her live with the Ferns, she's a stunning defender and mm. she's capable of moving around positions She got run well. over by a bus. Like, they chucked her under the bus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. When that, Scapegoat. When that announcer was like, <laughs> yeah. That was just... That was disgraceful. Yeah, I mean, especially when you then find out that the coaching staff don't do their own scouting and yeah. they expected players to do their own scouting. It's like, well, what the hell do you even expect is going to happen? Yeah, exactly. I, so. I do not see Falau doing her own scouting at all. No, <laughs> That's never going to happen. She ain't got time for that. She got, she got to read Bibles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, the, uh, the only other thing, the conspiracy theory I had was having Laura Langman available for the 29 SSN... Uh, so the Super Netball. Um, I uh, I spy think Nolene that's going to stay. I spy Laura Langman taking over Serena Guthrie at the Giants. Uh, Conspiracy hat on. I think that's what's going to happen. I guess because I don't know. They were talking about Sunshine Coast Lightning wanting Nolene to do both. I would like that as a fan because but I, I can't think let go of Nolene, but I am okay. She'd have to have she'd have a coaching for Ferns. Absolutely, out for yeah. Sure. There would be a clause in there where the dedicated she, yeah because she saw this coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Even though we've resigned her for, until the end of next year. Holy crap! If she if Langman plays for the Giants, I guess she's got the connection with Kim Green, which is at the Swifts. All of that, Bizzo. Just saying. That's that's my conspiracy oh, hat on. And I guess Pettit's leaving and Pettit would have been on good money, so they've got the cap space to do it. Just saying. There's a spot out there and she is going to be hot property next year. Yeah. They there are going to be every single team in the league is going to be gunning for her, except the Swifts, because they've basically bought all their players. So mm. yeah, I don't know. For me, um, I'm glad Langman's back. It's I, I really have missed watching her play this year. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. The Fern squad at the end of the day looks really good. If it's coached by Tarua, they're... Uh, honestly, they're legit. Yeah, like yeah. I can see these guys, you know, definitely... I feel really bad for England because I feel like Diamonds are going to be hungry as hell to fix all that crap. And, you know, they've had all those retirements and, you know, you're going to look at potentially new centres because... To think Kate Maloney didn't even play the comm games. Like, you have so many players that can step up into those roles. You know, Maddie Robinson's out. Um, you know, Rav is sort of... Out of form. 
out of form. There's a lot of new blood coming into the Diamonds, so they're going to be firing on all cylinders. Got Ferns going, got England going. Yeah, Jamaica's still going. Yeah, Jamaica. Like, mm, yeah. Just remember, just never forget South that Africa. Uh, Ash Brazel was snubbed for a Diamonds thing. Oh, Lord. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, all right, we've run a bit long, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, as always, you can get us on Spotify. Oh, we missed a question. Did we? No, I did. Yeah, there were two. What was the other question? I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, was, uh, was, I think it was Ben. Yes. Sorry, Ben. No, it was Chris. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Shit, I'm really bad with names. Sorry, Chris. I'm just being like, yep. Um, this, oh, it's actually off-season stuff, so uh, we will get to that in the next couple of weeks when we do okay. off-season pods. Fair enough. Um, but Ben, actually, uh, sorry, Ben. Chris. Oh my god. You just Chris, I am so sorry. Are we sorry. trying to lose people? You I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna lose my ASIC sponsorship over oh this. Oh my shit. god, get over your ASICs. Actually, don't worry, they're already over you. Um <laughs> got him. Uh Chris, thank you so much for uh, pointing us out on Spotify. Chris was the one that pointed it pointed to Spotify. Oh uh, yep. So thank you very much for that, Chris. Wanted to give you a bit of a shout out. Uh his name is not Ben, it's Chris. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Oh Love you know Chris. why? Chris is Chris a and great Ben name. Parks and Recreation. Boom. Anyway, ignore me. Uh, so, yes, you can get us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, reviews. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to someone who gave us five stars and a review as well. Uh, I don't have that in front of me, but I appreciate it. Are you it. serious? Yes. What is this? We're blowing up, man. Actually, what are you talking about? We're number one podcast in the country. Uh, no, but um, like you should have this shit organized if you're going to call people out. What is going well, on? Well, you know, this Where's is... the administration? I had a nap this afternoon and I'm a bit oh groggy and I've had like a... That'd be nice. Friday afternoon nap. Well, I... Had... <laughs> Hard life, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, uh, shout outs to Emma as well. Love what these guys have to say. Netty chat at its best. So thank you very much. Five stars. It's the best. Um, yeah, so we, we do actually check that stuff and we do love it. So thank you very much. Nick checks that stuff. I do, yeah. I'm far too busy uh, being Mariah Carey. Oh, God. He's got, his hand, he's got his hand over his <laughs> goddamn headphone. Velvet um, pipes, baby. <laughs> uh, you get us on iTunes and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and also, if you have any questions, please email us at thegoldcircle.gmail.com. We're still taking suggestions for the off-season episodes of the pod. We have a couple of topics, but if you have any more Hell that yeah. you want to discuss, please let us know. We will get to it. Um, ho- Chris, I'm sorry that we missed your question. We're going to hold it for the off-season because it's a good question regarding the Swifts. I think that does it. Boom. Yeah, we're done. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll catch you next week.